0: Thank you for joining us for this week's 908 message. 908 is a contemporary student-led ministry based out of Concordia, St. Paul. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We hope you join us some Wednesday night and are blessed through the words of our speaker. Skydiving was like the funnest thing I've ever done in my life. It was great. I highly recommend you guys at least thinking about trying to do it. That was in Baldwin, Wisconsin. I think it said that earlier. That's actually where Laurel lives, so she gets to watch that all the time in the summer, so it's pretty cool. Um, But before you go, if you go and do it, make sure you have your signature down because that expression, signing your life away, that's true. You are signing your life away because there is always a small possibility. Don't wanna scare you guys from doing it, but you (laughs) sign your name. 25 times, and you initial it like 30. You sign your initials 30 times. It's crazy. Um, but definitely worth it. But I have a confession to make. When I was in the beginning of the video, when I said I wasn't scared, Lord forgive me, I was lying. I was terrified. I wanted to do skydiving because my dad had done it a few years before that, and that's just something I wanted to do on my 18th birthday. So when the time came, parents woke me up, said we are going to go do it, and I was excited. But then we got to Baldwin, and we were watching people jump out of the plane, and I'm like, huh, 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 I'm not sure about this. But kept going through, and I will, yeah, it was scary. I can actually show you the most scariest part. When I was the most scared, not there, (laughs) not there, Nah, uh, there. That was my scariest part. Because you're looking over, heading to this plane, and you just see God's wonderful sky he made, and then 30,000 feet. Great. So there's been many times in my life when I've been scared. Um, when, I was in, when I was younger, let's get that away from there. I don't want you guys to look at that all the time. Um, Laughter. I started tackle football when I was in first grade, at the age of seven, and I was not stoppable. I went and went and went, and I hit people and hit people, and I was not scared at all. Until freshman year of high school, when I watched a buddy of mine get knocked out cold in a football game, that was the end of me not being scared of football, and I was terrified the rest of the way through. Another time was just this last Sunday. We were in the Walmart parking lot, and we were helping my grandmother to um, get her Bluetooth working in her car. And so I'm sitting, my mom's in the car with grandma, and I'm just sitting there looking in, trying to figure out what's wrong. And all of a sudden, someone grabs my shoulder. And I've realized over the years that when I scare people, they do one of three things. They either jump and close their eyes, two, they run away, or three, they say a word their mother won't want to, them to hear. I did all three of them. <laughs> Caitlin is here tonight, and she did not know I was going to do that. So revenge. <laughs> um, but probably the scariest moment of my life—some of you know this. Some of you freshmen are the ones that aren't new, to, or who are new to Concordia, don't know about this. December of 2016, my family and I found out that my dad has leukemia was the worst day of my life and the scariest day of my life. I was afraid I was gonna have to say goodbye to my dad, my mentor, and most of all, my best friend. It was horrible. But God is good, all the time. Thanks, Beth. Because a couple weeks later, we found out that my dad has the smallest kind of cancer that he, leukemia that you can have, and all is good and he just has to do blood work, which is wonderful. Now, a lot of people are scared of things, but when you're scared, that turns into fear. So that's my topic tonight, and that's where we start the first question. What is fear? So fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. Jumping out of an airplane the possibility of injury, being scared. Uh, that Yeah, you get scared all the time. But now there's people, what was I getting with this? I looked up the top 10 things people were, were scared of in 2015. And surprisingly, they weren't what I thought it was going to be. Number one was corruption of government officials. And those go on from biowarfare, terrorist attacks, identity theft, and that wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> credit... <laughs> um, credit card theft. And there's a couple more in there. But I was surprised when I was looking at this. I'm like, I know a lot of people who are scared of like spiders and snakes and dogs and heights and all sorts of stuff. But that's when I remembered that those are called something different. And that's called a phobia. So, What is a phobia? A phobia is an extreme or irrational fear of aversion to something. So being scared to death of something. Literally scared to death that that thing might hurt you. So I'm going to try and read this if I can. I don't know, but I looked up the top 10 phobias and they went from like the fear of snakes, the fear of spiders, the fear of heights. There's one of them that's the fear of holes, like a hole in the ground. And through that research, I found one that just shocked my mind. I know none of you have this, so don't worry. Ecclesiophobia. Does anyone know what that means? There you go. It's the fear of going to church. It is the fear of looking at a church, the fear of being inside of a church, and the fear of someone talking about church. We're in the place where we don't have to be scared about anything. At all. Everything that we need to be scared about took place on that cross. Now, the question I have is, why do we sin? Or, excuse me, why do we fear? And that... Is an easy three letter word, sin. When we sin, we feel guilty about what we did, when we know that we sinned. And when we're guilty, we're scared. We're scared to let that out, to know that you sinned. You are terrified. You don't want other people to know. My dad and I, um, we watch Criminal Minds a lot, and a lot of stories that we, or a lot of shows that, or episodes that we encounter, There are innocent people who just make one wrong mistake, but they continue to do it and do it because they want to hide from it. They want to hide from it, but they just make mistakes. They make mistakes here, make mistakes there. They just continue to sin and they can't hide from it. Now, I have four reasons why we should not be afraid. I'm going to go off and start a little bit about this. We should not be afraid because of that cross because of what Jesus did for us on that cross. He took nails in his hands and in his feet. He had a crown of thorns laid on his head. If anyone in this world should have been scared, it should have been Jesus. But he knew that what he was doing was to save the world from all sins. So I'm going to talk a few, or tell you guys a few Bible verses, and then talk about why we shouldn't be afraid. Matthew 10, 29, 30 says are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from the will of your Father. And even the very hairs of your head are well numbered. I want to put into comparison to this um, two people. You got a politician and you got a homeless man. Every day that politician goes out from his nice house, his family, and goes to work, or at least that's what we think he's doing. We don't want to talk about that. And then he goes to work, comes back, goes to his nice house, family, eats a nice warm meal, sleeps in a bed, and repeats next day. Now that homeless man, that homeless man that's sitting at the corner of Concordia and Lexington, he's not doing that. He's fighting every day for a meal. He's finding out where, he doesn't know where he's going to sleep. He doesn't know what might happen the next minute or the next minute or the next minute after that. He doesn't know. He's afraid. The homeless man is afraid, but the politician's not afraid. But in this verse, we know that God knows that that politician is scared too. He might be scared of losing the next election. He might be scared of the opposite party running the house. But only God knows that he's scared, unlike we know that that homeless man is scared. He knows everybody what they're scared of. He knows everyone's fear. Like it says at the end, and even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. With that, we have many fears. We all have hair, well, it's kind of, <laughs> kind of. But God knows all my fears, and he knows all yours. In a world today, we are full of terrorism and crime. That's some scary stuff, guys. September 11, 2001, I was four years old, and I don't remember a thing. I don't remember it. My parents tell me all about where they were that's the biggest talk. Where were you on the, night of, or on the day of 9-11? But we need to trust in God to know that through all of the terror and all the crimes that go on the streets, that God is with us. We don't need to be afraid. We don't need to walk out our doors afraid of what's going to happen to us the next day. Because we know that we have that trust in God for what he did on that cross. Another verse I want to look at is Psalm 118, verse 6. The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can man do to harm me? And in Psalm 91, verse 14, Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. Like I said, there's nothing to be afraid of. For we know God is with us at all times. We know that. There we go. That was the the clue I needed. Man cannot harm us beyond God's gracious will for us. And God promises to protect his own from all that is not good for them in the end. In Psalm 91, it talks about since we acknowledge God, he's going to protect us. We need to live our lives every day acknowledging that. We need to know that God has our lives planned out. He kn- we know that he's got that path right in front of us and that he's the light at the end of the tunnel. Sure, there could be some right turns and some left turns. Sometimes there might be a U-turn and you got to go all the way around and you have to take that class over again that you didn't want to because you didn't like the professor. Long story, tell you later. Um, <laughs> but God has it. God has it all under control. And every time we're afraid and every time fear overpowers our body... That's just the devil's fuel for the fire. That it lightens us up and gets us more mad. And that causes us to sin more and more and more. And when the devil finally goes and throws that uppercut to your chin, we got to remember that we have God in the corner that's there to back us up. Let's go to the next slide, Ryan. There we go. So the Lord is our protector, and he is great and awesome. In Nehemiah 4.14, it says, Do not be afraid. Remember the Lord, who is great and awesome. And fight for your brothers and sisters, and your daughter, your wives, and your homes. Saying the same thing that I had earlier said. We need to just go on and live our lives and not be afraid. Not be afraid of what the world throws at us or what's ahead of us. We we just got to remember that God has our back all the time. Do not be afraid of who you are. Do not be afraid of your identity, who you are as one of God's children. We are God's children. We don't need to be afraid. God loves us no matter what. Don't be afraid of how tall you are or what color hair you have or what color eyes you have. I'll be the first one to stand here and say, I'm Nicholas Mark Connect. I am 5'9", I am slightly overweight, I have blue eyes, and I have blonde hair when there is hair there. <laughs> and I'm okay, to, I'm okay to say that, and we need to do that. Not be afraid of who we are. I've worn many hats in my life. I played football, basketball, baseball, in a small town like Randolph where we graduated with less people that are in this room with 42 people you do everything I was in choir I was in musicals you just wear all your hats and know that God is letting you do is having you do that for a reason um let's see my dad wanted the township or Dakota excuse me he wants the whole world to know how proud he is to be a Lutheran so last week, he put a six-foot sticker on our grain bin, so everyone who drives by knows that we are a Lutheran family, and that we love God. And the farm that we, that the farm that my grandma or my dad and my grandpa run, we are, we know where our crops come from. We know that we that they put the seed in the ground, and it's all up to God after that. I want to end with something, Pastor Tom. Has done in the last couple of years, and I want, I think it's gonna work out. I'm gonna say a sentence, and then you guys are gonna reply with that. So, for example, the Vikings lost on Sunday. I'm not gonna finish my off with that. I promise, but here it goes. Through trial and tribulation, through sadness and sorrow, we will not be afraid, through pain and suffering, we will not be afraid, by faith alone, we will not be afraid, by grace alone, we will not be afraid, by scripture alone, we will not be afraid, through Christ alone, we will not be afraid, and most of all, in God's glory alone. We will not be afraid. Amen. Thank you guys so much. We're going to move into a time of prayer. Um, there will be peer ministers in the back. I know that Shelley is here if you have some questions for her.